This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 154 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. If you are a law-abiding citizen and are exercising your right to own and carry a firearm with you responsibly, there are things that you have to do in order to keep that right and not lose the privilege to have your Second Amendment. First of all, in order to carry a firearm, you must have the basic knowledge of that firearm and how to use it properly. You must have the proper skill set to be able to handle your firearm safely, properly, and efficiently. But most importantly, you must have the right attitude necessary to carry and handle firearms. This is especially important to be aware if you are carrying a firearm concealed. Of course, depending on where you live and the rules and regulations in your state that you must abide by, it is our responsibility as a gun owner to make sure that we know those rules and we know those laws. It is our responsibility to store, operate, and maintain our firearm safely. It is our responsibility to ensure that unauthorized or untrained individuals cannot gain access to our firearms. And it is our responsibility to learn and obey all applicable laws that pertain to the purchase, possession, and use of a firearm in where we live. Guns are neither safe nor unsafe by themselves. When we learn and practice responsible gun ownership, guns are safe. There are two major causes of all firearm accidents. The first is ignorance. Ignorance is a lack of knowledge. When it comes to firearms, ignorance regarding the rules of safe gun handling and the proper and safe way to operate a firearm. The other major cause of firearm incidents and accidents is carelessness. Carelessness is a poor or improper attitude. 
This leads to a failure to apply the rules of gun safe handling and a failure to observe proper procedures for safely operating a firearm. It is very important that all firearm safety rules must be followed in order to not be a statistic and not fall under these one of two rules of ignorance and carelessness when handling firearms. The NRA has three rules to gun safety. The first and cardinal rule of gun safety is always keep your gun pointed in a safe direction. The second rule is to always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And the third rule is to always keep your gun unloaded until you're ready to use. So always keeping your gun pointed in a safe direction. So think about what a safe direction is. If we controlled the very end of our firearm or the muzzle end of our gun, if we controlled that at all times, we could eliminate virtually every shooting incident and shooting accident because we had control of that muzzle. This is the single most important rule of any gun safety. This is the rule that always must be followed so we always are making sure that we have control of that muzzle in case it were to ever unintentionally discharge. That way, we are sure that it shouldn't cause any injury or damage if we have that muzzle controlled. So what is a safe direction? Think about every time you handle a firearm where you have that muzzle pointed. If you had an unintentional discharge, what would be along the pathway of that bullet? Your safe direction changes every time you move or rotate your body or every time you take a step. You can cross somebody else's safe zone where you can point your muzzle or they could cross into yours. Always be mindful of where that muzzle is. Even on the most remote locations in the Pacific Northwest, when you're covered by trees or looking across mountains or prairies, always be mindful that there could be something downrange of where your muzzle is pointing. This could include other animals, other people or hunters, or even structure. Always make sure you know a safe direction and keep that gun pointed safely. The second rule is to always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. The only time your finger should touch that trigger is when you are lined up on a target. Far too many new or inexperienced gun owners put their finger right where it's supposed to go inside the trigger guard touching that trigger when they pick up a gun. It is our responsibility as responsible gun owners to educate those new gun owners on not to do that and why it's important to keep your finger indexed on the frame of the gun off that trigger until you're lined up on a target ready to shoot. The third rule is to always keep your gun unloaded until you're ready to use. A gun cannot fire if it is unloaded. Even though we say that a safe gun is unloaded, you still want to make sure that you maintain your muzzle direction and you keep that finger off the trigger. We always want to assume that every firearm is loaded, even though it may not be. Anytime you are transporting your firearm to and from a hunting location or to and from a shooting range, you always want to keep your firearm unloaded in a case 
and your ammunition stored separate and away from your firearm. These are the three most important rules, although we do need to keep in mind there are several additional rules to gun safety. As long as you're following those first three rules, everything else should fall into place and you should still be able to maintain safety if you follow those three rules of gun safety. Other rules that are really important, again, treating all guns as if they're loaded at all times. You never want to point a gun at something that you are not willing to destroy. And you always want to make sure that you know your target, you properly identify your target, and more importantly, what is around and beyond your target. Sometimes that bullet is not going to stop at your intended target. It's going to pass through or even ricochet and deflect. So you need to be completely aware of what is around and past your target. You are responsible for every bullet that discharges out of your firearm. We always tell people that your bullet has your name on it and you are tied to that until it reaches its final destination. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about a specific purpose for carrying a firearm specifically talking about carrying a concealed handgun, whether it be a pistol or a revolver, for self-defense or for personal protection. If you make that decision to carry a firearm for personal protection, there are certain things that you must consider before doing so. First of all, it is extremely important, and I cannot stress this enough, to seek the proper training in order to do so. Depending on where you live, training and certification may or may not be a requirement. In states like Texas, we are under permitless carry. What that means is you do not have to go through a state-mandated license-to-carry class in order to receive a permit to do so. It is highly advisable that you do go through a license to carry class, even though you're legal to carry a firearm without it, it is still advisable to go through it because there are so many laws that pertain to people who carry firearms, whether they conceal carry or whether they openly carry their handguns. This information changes from year to year, and it's very important to learn what those changes are and where to find the updates on the rules and regulations so you stay legal. If you make a mistake with your firearm, it could result in jail time. So making sure that you have the proper training and know the laws is a good thing to do. The other benefit of actually going through a state license to carry course is the fact that when you get your permit, it serves as another valid form of identification. Another benefit is when you purchase a firearm, when you show your license to carry permit, it's an instant purchase versus having to wait up to three days with the background check rules in order to purchase a firearm if you do not have your LTC permit. Another very important benefit is being able to travel across state lines legally while carrying your firearm. If you have your LTC permit, most all states fall under reciprocity. What that means is if I from Texas am traveling through Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, or any other state that is reciprocal with Texas, 
they will recognize my Texas license to carry permit to legally be able to carry my firearm through their state boundaries. Now, that said, things can change. It's very important to know where to find those resources to check every other state's regulations and what their laws are and if their laws have had changes, especially when it comes to state reciprocity when carrying a firearm. Some states are more restrictive and they are unilateral, which means that they do not recognize our LTC permit, but on the opposite side, we may recognize that state's permit. States may have stricter regulations for those carrying a firearm through their state from other states, such as having gone through an online training or obtaining any other type of permit or document that shows that they've had some additional training if a non-resident is traveling through in order to be legal in that state. Gun laws can be really finicky from state to state, so it's extremely important that you know the laws and know what the laws are where you're going to to your final destination. So taking a class and taking training is extremely important so you can learn about things that you may never have even considered. I have so many people approach me and tell me that they don't need any training because now that we are permitless carry in the state of Texas, They don't have to take a course in order to carry a gun legally. Well, that may be true, but it's a responsible thing to do as a gun owner to learn the laws and to get that training to help them be safe so they don't make a mistake and actually go somewhere without a permit that could get them in a lot of trouble. There is um, a lot of changes to our law that state, you know, if you have your license to carry permit, um, you're able to do things that people that don't have their license to carry permit cannot. An example would be um, allowing to stay in parking lots of certain locations. With a permit, you can do so. Without a permit, you can get in a lot of trouble, even upwards to a felony. So seek the proper training so you know the laws if you're going to be carrying a firearm. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The next thing that's pretty common sense knowledge, but it's surprising how many people don't do this, is go to the range and practice. Practice, training, shooting, learning how your firearm operates, learning how to be safe with it. It is an area that's so overlooked by so many people. Yes, we have an amazing Second Amendment. 
Yes, we live in a great state of Texas that we have a lot of wonderful firearm freedoms. Sometimes people take that for granted, and just because they can doesn't mean that they should. What that means is just because you can carry a firearm legally doesn't mean that you should, especially if you haven't trained and practiced. Some people that are very concerned about their health and well-being and they exercise daily or go to the gym on a regular basis, that much consideration must be given to training with your firearm if that's something that you're going to do every day. If you're going to carry a gun with you everywhere you go, it's your responsibility to put as much effort and priority into training with that firearm just as you would any other skill set that you want to maintain. Always seek additional training from reputable and knowledgeable instructors. Nowadays, there seems to be a firearm instructor on every corner. Make sure you do your research on what makes them a good instructor. Just because someone has 23 different titles underneath their name on their email signature, or their business card is highly decorated with all kinds of titles and patches and different icons from other training, doesn't necessarily mean that that person is a good instructor. That just means that they've spent a lot of time, travel, and probably money going and seeking out that training and earning those different titles in the different disciplines that they might be certified in. Do your research and go so far as to do a little mini interview. If you contact somebody and are interested in whatever training they have to offer, ask. Ask them what certifies them to be able to teach whatever it is that you're looking to be taught. Ask them for references. You know, if an instructor is a really good instructor and has a lot of community support, they should be happy to share with you some of their other students or have the other students contact you and give some feedback on how that training went. Is it all about the particular instructor and hearing all of their war stories or was it really good training that taught the student skills and more knowledge about a particular firearm? So seeking out that reputable and knowledgeable instructor to get some really good training is going to be a benefit, especially when you're carrying a firearm for personal protection. The next thing to really consider is your ethical responsibilities. A firearm is a tool of last resort. Last resort means using a gun when deadly force is absolutely unavoidable. The best way to win any confrontation is to avoid a confrontation. It's really important that that is in your mindset every time that you put on a firearm and go about your daily routine. Remember, to legally resort to deadly force in most cases, the threat of severe bodily harm must be imminent. That means immediately threatening. There are several other requirements that must be met to use deadly force ethically and legally. Are you capable of using deadly force if it were your last resort and if it's completely and absolutely unavoidable? 
Are you capable of exercising this type of mature judgment if you're in a situation that happens instantly fast? No one wishes to be in this situation where you have to make that split second decision to pull your firearm. This is where training and learning the laws can come in handy so you know what would happen after that situation. There's a lot of safety considerations to take into account. Every morning when you roll out of bed and before you actually start your day leaving your house, there are things that need to be considered before you ever walk out that front door. Thinking ahead. Consider if you're gonna be carrying a gun, what gun you're gonna be carrying. Are you gonna carry a compact? Are you gonna carry your full-size model? Depending on what you're doing, where you're going, and more importantly, how you're gonna carry your gun. These things need to be planned out ahead of time. The first question I always ask myself is, where am I going? Where am I going throughout my day and can I legally carry my firearm to those places? Do they have the 30-06 and the 30-07 signs posted that prohibit concealed carry and open carry? Can I rearrange the route of my day to accommodate where I'm going and what I can and can't do with my firearm? I always stress to people that it's not necessarily your destination, it's getting there. So if you are only traveling just two or three miles, but what is happening within those two and three miles? Are you gonna get caught up in some kind of a road rage situation on your drive? Are you gonna get caught up in some kind of a police chase that you happen to be an innocent vehicle on the way? Living in a city, these are a lot of things that we have to think about. So what is your destination? And if you are carrying your firearm to get there, can you easily access your firearm? Are you wearing it on your person and can you get to it? Is it stored somewhere safely in your vehicle that you have quick and controlled access to it? Think ahead, visualize what your day is going to look like. What kind of clothing are you going to be wearing? Do you have a choice on the type of clothing that you're wearing, meaning, Do you have a job that you have to wear a certain type of uniform? Does your employer allow you to carry or conceal carry a firearm while on the job, on your person, in your uniform? If the answer is no, do you have a safe and secure place to store your firearm while you are away from it? Is that place somewhere in your office building? Are you able to carry a firearm in your office building? Or is your firearm in your vehicle in the parking lot? Is it safe, secured, locked up? Is it a place that you can even have a firearm within the property boundaries of your employment? These are a lot of the considerations that you have to take into consideration. Just because you can doesn't necessarily mean it's legally allowed to based upon your surroundings. So now let's talk about after work. Perhaps you have to go to the grocery store. You go to the gym. Where is your firearm and how are you going to control it? Regardless, firearms must be under direct possession and control or they must be placed in a secure location. Direct possession and control means the firearm is in a location where you can see it, 
touch it, and or feel it. Direct possession and control. No matter where you go, you must be in control of your firearm at all times. If you are at a location that you have the opportunity to set down your purse or set down your bag or your backpack, and if that's a location where your firearm is stored, if you set it down and walk away, you have violated this ultimate safety rule. You are not in direct possession and control of your firearm. The moment you turn your back and walk away from your firearm, anything could happen. And if it does, and when it does, it's going to fall back on your responsibility for not having direct control of your firearm and allowing unauthorized persons to gain access to it. It could be something as simple as putting down a bag with your firearm in it and a dog at a friend's house is excited to see you and is jumping all around and jumps on your bag and potentially could cause an accidental discharge of your firearm. If you are in a location and set down your bag with your firearm inside and that location has children, allowing an underage minor to gain access to your firearm severe penalties will result. Even as far as considering what vehicle that you will be driving. If your vehicle has one of those hideaway compartments that you can store your firearm and set a code to it where no one can access that hideaway compartment but you, or if your vehicle has a safe or a lockbox that you've securely installed, that is a benefit if you have to leave your firearm in your vehicle maybe because you can't take your firearm to whichever location that you're about to enter. Now, what if that particular vehicle goes into the shop for a couple of days or even longer? Do you have another vehicle that you will be using that has a safe place and a safe location that is secure if you have to leave your firearm locked up in a vehicle if you can't take it with you wherever you're going? So these are the things that you need to think through before you ever put that firearm on your person and walk out of your house um, to start your day. Visualization is really important and it's important to think about every step of your day, every location that you potentially will be going to, what vehicle you're going to be driving, who you're going to have with and around you while you're carrying and play out different situations. I always stress the fact that you want to get yourself out of the mindset of, if this happens to me, then I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Change that mindset, especially when you're carrying a firearm. You need to be into a more confident and assertive mindset and change your thinking to when this happens, then I'm going to do A, B, and C. Visualize different scenarios. Visualize walking out of your house, turning around and going to lock your door. Visualize someone coming up from behind you that you weren't expecting. What are you going to do? How are you going to handle that situation? We're not expecting it because our home is our comfort. It's our comfort zone, it's where we relax, it's where we let our guard down, 
but in today's changing times, we can't do that anymore. We have got to be aware of our surroundings at all times, not to the point that we are paranoid to ever leave our home and be afraid that a boogeyman is going to jump out behind every bush. But being aware is a confidence. Being aware of what's around you, if something doesn't look right, it probably isn't. Trust your instinct. Trust those little hairs that stand up on the back of your neck. Trust that feeling that if it's not right or if it doesn't seem right, it's probably not. Change your course, change your path. Be always aware of your surroundings and your situations and always know what your plan is. Athletes do it all the time. Athletes visualize their performance. They visualize their sporting event. They visualize their tumbling match or their cheer pyramids. Visualize as a responsible gun owner who is carrying a firearm for self-protection of not only you, but the loved ones who may be with you and around you. Always be prepared, always train, and always seek more opportunities to gain more knowledge, a better skill set, and being more confident with the right attitude to carry a firearm responsibly and safely. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.